0: money podcast joseph white here alongside mr ryan paulson the divisional round three weekends left in the nfl we're still out here grinding why ryan because
1: it's the last weekend to really get that new pair of shoes joe the final really good slate of the entire season
0: we got a four gamer if you're playing both saturday and sunday um and, and and a pair of two gamers if if you're interested uh, I, I believe I believe that's the offering you can get out there. Certain we're certain about the uh, the full weekend slate, and I, I love these. We love playing the three gamers on Thanksgiving. Um, uh, I, I enjoyed the four game, the six gamer last week. We're getting four here. Um, it's it's really fun to to sit around and, and build these lineups uh, with, with with enough options, but certainly limited options.
1: I think it's a really deep slate considering there's only four games. I think quarterback I think you can pretty much play almost everybody.
0: Yeah, I mean there's there's eight quarterbacks to be had here. I've got five written down on my list. Um one of the guys and you know what? Let's let's just jump into it. Uh as as we uh, you you lead us professionally into quarterback. Um obviously four games Eight quarterbacks total. I've got five written here, and one of the ones I don't have written down is, is Patrick Mahomes. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I just think I like Lamar Jackson at his price, 7600 I like Josh Allen, his price, 7400 I love that you're getting Aaron Rodgers for under 7 k uh, Brady is interesting to me at 6,300. Baker at under 5K, or excuse me, at under at under 6K, under 5.5K, um, with, with the, the expected flow there. I just think Patrick Mahomes at 8K, I understand it's a D, de- it's a pretty good matchup. Cleveland's 22nd, uh, against fantasy quarterbacks, but as, as, as much as I believe in the Chiefs, and, I, and there's certainly no world in which I'm taking Cleveland outright in this game, we have to we have to acknowledge the fact that the Chiefs start slow in a lot of games, and they have looked, to my eyes, bored for a good chunk of the year. Um, and though it's the playoffs, they're coming in off a bye, They're playing a Cleveland team. They're te- they're they're you know ten point favorites basically. I could see them starting slow, and and this being a game into the third quarter where the where we're all kind of looking around like, are the Chiefs going to be the Chiefs? And I certainly expect them to win, but at eight K, the price worries me. Um, when when I can get options I like underneath.
1: Yeah, so I I think Mahomes is a great play in a vacuum. Raw points, he's going to be great. Points per dollar that you're spending, you know he's 2700 more than baker mayfield when you when you account for the salary is he really going to leverage that much over a guy like baker or a- anybody else on the slate
0: mm-hmm. from
1: that perspective it's very interesting it looks like mahomes is going to be the most popular quarterback on the slate and that gives me more pause in terms of okay maybe i'd like to get leverage elsewhere and just try to get kelsey or you know maybe one of the running backs if you think that'll be in play so it's interesting from that standpoint where ownership is pushing towards him that I would like to maybe get away from him a little bit because of that. But, you know, I usually build about five to ten teams. I'll definitely have some. But when you go under him a little bit more, get some interesting options when you're not confining yourself to Mahomes and Tyreek. Mahomes and Kelsey are both of them. Right. And then it just it opens up more salary elsewhere, which just creates a different build, which I'm always looking for.
0: Yeah, and and I mean underneath I've I've named, you know, the 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 quarterbacks that I'm going to be targeting, but it's it's worth noting here. Lamar Jackson 29 25 22 30 38. Those are his last 5 games. Um, you know, I, I don't have a ton of belief in in Baltimore the team here um, because you know, I mean they 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 played a great game against Tennessee, but that Tennessee defense is is not good. And they only put up 20 points. So I, I I worry about, you know, can they hang with Buffalo here? Um, but I mean Lamar Jackson is so good. I mean, he's just such a dynamic talent. Um, arm and legs. the numbers speak for themselves here. Um, he, he gets I I, I I think he gets a price that is fair, but I think it's I think it's a little cheap given that he was seventy eight hundred dollars last week and put up 29 points and is now $200 cheaper. So I like Lamar. um, Josh Allen, three of four, over 35 points. He's home. You got to love Josh Allen here.
1: Yeah, with Lamar, we've seen double-digit rushing attempts in almost every single game since week six, and he got over 100 last week. He had 22 points as a rusher, last week I mean that floor alone will keep Lamar Jackson in play on any single slate that there is and if you think Buffalo gets ahead here and Lamar actually has to do more with his arm all the better so yeah definitely interested in Lamar definitely love Josh Allen I think Josh Allen might be my favorite quarterback on the slates
0: Uh, I, I could totally understand that um I think Lamar's the one I've got. I've got in my main right now, but Aaron Rodgers is under 7K. He's 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 6.9. He's I I don't understand the pricing here. Uh, week 17. I I I mean, look. I guess you know the the values change from a full week 17 slate to a four game uh, weekend slate, right? The. the I, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and argue with with the mathematicians running the algorithms for DraftKings. It just it just seems to me that 226 point games in week 16 and 17 uh yeah, he threw in what is by his standard a clunker uh, an 18 point game in week 15, but he had a 30 point game in week 14 and we're getting him for under $7,000. I mean, I know it's I know it's Los Angeles, but still in Green Bay, off a buy, I love that, that that I love that price.
1: Are you at all concerned about Goff possibly giving Green Bay points on his own, and then maybe a little more Aaron Jones you would like to see in those Rodgers lineups? You got Adams likely to be shadowed by Jalen Ramsey, who has been every bit as advertised as a lockdown corner this year.
0: Yeah, uh, and and that's that. I I think speaks to that that Rams defense, right? Because, you know, Aaron Donald and, and that D-line, the secondary, I understand the matchup's a little tough, and, and it's why you know, Devontae Adams is, is probably an avoid for me when we get to wide receiver. Um, and that's odd, I know, saying that, because I, I like Rodgers so much that I'm going to avoid his top wide receiver, but we'll talk about that a little bit more uh, when we get to wide receiver. But Aaron Rodgers has shown the ability to throw touchdowns to Tanyan, uh valdez scantling uh alan lazard like he can spread the ball around I- i'm not that worried especially especially with the discount
1: yeah uh, it's a it's just my least favorite game on the slate so i'm probably just going to go all in on a stack with uh, honestly it's going to be Rodgers to adams probably but you make a good point that he will throw it around. You got Tanya. You got MVS. He'll throw it to Jones. So it's it's interesting. And you know, if if people are thinking the same way I am, where oh, I'm just going to avoid this game and and I'm going to get leverage later, you have an opportunity to get low ownership. I see Rodgers as the fourth most popular quarterback on the slate. So when I tell you that, I'm sure you love that.
0: Mm-hmm. But to your point, um, it is the lowest total Vegas has got them. Uh, this game, the lowest total by four full points. Uh, the the total is 45 and a half here. Um, the next lowest total is 49 and a half, and that's, that's uh, Baltimore-Buffalo.
1: Yeah. So, again, if, if everybody's thinking the same way, oh, it's the lowest total. Look, if you're still playing NFL DFS this late in the season, you know what you're doing. And Vegas is usually very accurate. So you're going to see all three games with considerably higher totals We're probably going to load up on those games. So just for the fact of low ownership, and I do like that Goff is starting on the other side in terms of bringbacks because Walford will scramble. We saw it in limited action, but he'll run a little bit more. I think if you want to play like a Woods or a Cup or one of the tight ends on the other side, it's better that Goff is playing.
0: Yeah. Agreed there. Um, Below Rodgers, Brady, you have to mention him. Because his last four games, 26, 34, 33, and 26. But I am less impressed by those raw numbers uh, than I am watching the game. Like, weird things were happening in those games. It was a 44-27 game against Atlanta Week 17. When I mean, what what do you take from a Week 17 game against a team that's been out of it since Week 2? You know... with the Week 16 game, the the 33 point game was a 47 to 7 boat race uh, over Detroit. We're just, I mean, that that's one of those games you just throw out because it it all went to, it all went to heck for Detroit from the word go, and so you just kind of I just kind of take that game out. And then Week 15 is against Atlanta again, so I I, I just. Weird stuff was happening in that game. They were forcing the ball to people for, for bonus purposes. Um, Brady looked great, but I worry about how it translates to to, to New Orleans. I'll have some of them here, um, just not my favorite play on the board.
1: Yeah, the one thing that's going to be of interest to me, well, there's two things. It's the last game on the slate, so might decrease ownership just because people want to jam in the guys' early and it's the only game indoors so when we're facing a game at lambo possibly snow in buffalo a game outdoors in kansas city we got one game inside of a dome that's a much better conditions because weather is not an option here i have interest in both of these guys the problem with brady that it has been all year where is the ball going
0: that's interesting and it's it's something i want to talk about when we get to wide receiver because i i think there's There are some interesting ideas about about what you do. Um, There's there's a very interesting to me either or with the Tampa Bay wide receivers. Um, You said you like Breeze here?
1: Uh, A little bit, just because he's so cheap. He's indoors. And honestly, I mean, you could do Breeze, Kamara, and Thomas, and you're getting a lot of usage just from those three guys. And Michael Thomas's price did not go up. Camara is a spend on this slate, but all three of them together, while it is pricey, it's way cheaper than a Mahomes double stack, or a Josh Allen double stack, mm-hmm. or a Rogers double stack, or a Brady double stack,
0: Yep.
1: so, you know, it, it's not like an all-in play for me, but I will have a, a Breeze stack and uh, a, a Tampa Bay bring back there, but... You do have Baker Mayfield, who will almost certainly be chasing for three hundred dollars cheaper.
0: Yeah. Now, I don't. I don't think Baker's going to be. I, I don't think this is a game where the Browns are down. You know, fourteen for for the length of the game, or down twenty one for the length of the game. I, I I expect them to be behind, but I do expect the Chiefs to kind of do what the Chiefs have done all year, which is just kind of not look like the Chiefs we expect the Chiefs to be. Right. So I do think Baker will be chasing. I don't think it's going to be a just load up the pass game chase type situation. Like I, I don't think we're bringing Kareem Hunt into the mix as you know Chubb's out of the way because we're just not running the ball here, um, and, and we're just gonna have to step back and sling it, and he's gonna throw it 50 times this game. I, I don't think we're in that territory, but I do think there is some chase. Fifty three hundred dollars. The Chiefs' defense can be thrown on thirtieth against uh, opposing quarterbacks. I like Baker. I like him at the price. Um, and and that's that's where I tap out. I have zero interest in Jared Goff.
1: Yeah, Goff's the only guy I will for sure not be playing. And I guess Tastem Hill is somewhat quarterback eligible, but that's obviously a pass as well. But Goff is I, I love the Green Bay defense, so no Goff for me.
0: <laughs> right. Uh running back, uh you mentioned Kamara right off the top. I mean we we had we had questions about how he was going to be used last week, and and he jumped right back in. 23 attempts, uh, 99 yards. Uh, needed one more to get to that hundred. Uh, did score a touchdown. Caught two passes. I, Kamara, he's back in. Load him up. Uh, I, I I think under 8K, you've you've got to like him here. Not love him, but I, I do think you've got to like him.
1: Breeze sneak on the one yard line that if it went to Camaro would have been a nine point touchdown was just mega tilt.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: But again, if he does that, I think he's going to be way more interesting this week. If he did get there last week, I just think people would be more like, okay, he smashed last week. Let's go right back to it. And you know, he only had 24 against Tampa in week one. He only had 16 against Tampa in week nine. So it's not like you're loving the game logs if you're paying attention to that. And we see he's under 20 last week in the playoffs. So, you know, at 8K, far and away the most expensive running back. But you can get him on this slate. So I do like him. I like him with Breeze. That's fine. And, uh, I mean, if you're Brady Stacks, whatever, you can get him. He's a good player.
0: Uh, Two running backs, the next two right in the same area. $6,800 Aaron Jones, $6,600 Nick Chubb. Rank them for me, sir.
1: Yeah, Aaron Jones is interesting this week because the usage has taken a nosedive towards the end of the season here. Uh, Just going working backwards here. Week 17, they did have to play to get the number one seed. He had 11 rushes. He had five targets, had 18 points. The week before against Tennessee 10 carries on three targets Carolina he had 20 attempts four targets that's the usage I want if the weather is colder or Green Bay gets out to a big lead I would expect Aaron Jones to be heavily featured in this game so if you're not playing Rodgers, I think Aaron Jones is a obviously a really good way to get some exposure to this game and lock in a good spot at the running back with Chubb what I'm paying attention to last week is they got him more involved in the passing game they gave him four targets last week. Mm-hmm. It looked like some of them were designed. I mean, as a passer, he had 17 points last week. How do you not like that?
0: Right. Right. For me, for me I, I like Chubb significantly more than Aaron Jones because I just don't trust Green Bay and whatever. I know Mike McCarthy's gone, but I still just don't trust whatever it is they do with the backfield and their touches. So Nick Chubb in a game that, again, I think Cleveland will be losing, but I don't think the game will be out of reach. Um, for the for for its entirety. So at sixty six hundred dollars with eighteen carries and as you mentioned four targets last week, you know Hunt scored two touchdowns last week and and I I think got some we'll will get some attention because of it. But the rest of Kareem Hunt's line is is not impressive. If if not for those two touchdowns, he had eight carries. Um, he only got one target in the pass game. Um, so Nick Chubb. I really like him here.
1: Yeah, he's a good play if you're not playing Baker. I don't think I'd play them together despite the increased volume in the passing game, Does that makes sense.
0: Agreed, totally.
1: Uh, J.K. Dobbins I had a little bit of last week. They only gave him nine carries in the game that they were heavily in control of for most of it. Yeah, that's disappointing. And at 6K, I'm not sure if I'm going to have any of him. How do you feel about
0: Dobbins? Uh, he's, a, he's a total pass for me. Um, I just – again – I I don't trust what they do. I I know, you know, two weeks ago he put up 31 points and, and the numbers were there, but you know, that was, that's, that's the statistical outlier. The rest of the time he's in that, you know, 13, 14 point range. And at 6k, I'm just not interested, especially when you can go $300 cheaper and get Cam Akers. Who's, who's getting, you know, over 20 carries in four of his last five games. He put up 29 points last week. Um, They're going to be chasing, but Green Bay can be run on. They're 24th against fantasy running backs at $5,700. I really like Akers.
1: One of the best plays on the board again this week. Only got a $600 price increase despite getting 28 rushes against Seattle. Look, Jared Goff had surgery on his throwing thumb two weeks ago. Their game plan should be to run the ball as much as possible and try to keep themselves in the game. And he's a little bit involved in the passing game. He's getting big chunks the last couple of weeks here. If he gets in the end zone, it's hard to see how he doesn't do well. Mm -hmm. So I love him this week. And, you know, he was a little bit hobbled finishing the regular season. I think he's completely clear that he's going to be popular, but I'm going to have a ton of them.
0: Chiefs and Bucks. What do we do with the injury situations there? edwards Hilaire and Ronald Jones both questionable here. I mean, Ronald Jones hurt in the pregame. No word of it. There were there were a lot of folks with with, with Ronald Jones shares last week. Uh, that well, uh, it was a tough night.
1: It's a forward-thinking show, Joe. Uh, I don't want to talk about how much Ronald Jones ruined my weekend of what could have been, but. What are you going to do when you, you know, apparently get hurt in pregame warmups and nobody reports it until the game is like in the almost over with the first quarter?
0: Yeah, I mean, look, so, well, I mean, I mean, there's there's not there's not a lot for for Ronald Jones to do. I'm sure his his uh, his preference was not to be hurt in pregame, and we certainly wish him the best. Uh, not a lot for us to do because we didn't know that he was hurt. Uh, we just had to watch those Fournette carries and 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 and. Wonder about what could have been. But you're right, forward-looking show.
1: The thing with Hilaire is he didn't practice today, and that's really bad heading into a game that's three days away. So if we get really good news out of the Chiefs reporters that he's good to go, no setbacks, he's probably too cheap given how much usage he's going to get, maybe Mm -hmm. 15 carries, a few looks in the passing game. And if Kansas City does what they're supposed to do, he's probably pretty likely to score a touchdown. Now let's assume he's out. Bell is four hundred cheaper, but they have been very hesitant to just turn him loose as a workhorse.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't I so, don't think I want a Cleveland running back if it's not Edwards Hilaire.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I kind of feel the same way about Tampa. If Jones plays, I don't think I want him or Fournette. But if Jones is out, man, we talked about it like if all this work for Fournette last week went to Jones, it was going to be a smash. But they gave him 19 carries and four targets. Yeah. So uh, usage alone under 5K. Yeah. He's going to be real interesting if he does. If uh, if Jones does sit, and Jones limited today at practice. So, you know, again, you just got to take it into the weekend and see what we get in terms of the news. So that's how I feel. Is uh, I like maybe a little bit of Hilaire, assuming. Good reports that he's going to be 100%. And if Jones is out, I'd like Fournette.
0: Agreed. I, I, I like I like that. Um, Hunt, uh, I, I mentioned him when I was discussing Chubb. I'd, I'd rather have Chubb. I'm probably not going to play a lot of Hunt. Though, in in stacks where, you know, if, if you've got Mahomes and you're stacking him with, let's say, Kelsey. So you are you are, I think, then banking on a big Chiefs performance. Maybe Hunt is is the cheap $4,800 bringback, assuming that um, the Browns are chasing and chasing in a in a big significant way. Um, but for me, it's just a a one or two tournament team type play for Hunt, and then we get to Devin Singletary at
1: $4,500. Yeah, quickly about Hunt. Take mm-hmm. away those two touchdowns last week; he had seven points and he had one target in the passing game. Right. That's not what we play Kareem Hunt for. So, you know, assuming he goes back to what we assumed he would do last week, yeah, he's fine at 4,800. But when you got guys a little bit more that we like, and I mean, look, Zach Moss is out. You know, you're already texting me about the TJ Yeldon Vulture, but, like, he's 4,500.
0: I know, but that that TJ Yeldon Vulture, man. I can see it coming already. He's going to get a goal line carry. It's going to go. It's He's going to score, and it's going to break my heart. I'm not saying you don't play Singletary. You got to He's going to get number one running back touches for $4,500, but I can already see the TJ Yeldon vulture coming.
1: Yeah, like, look, if you look at his recent box scores, it's not great, but Moss is their grinder back. Singletary has always been their receiving back, and he mixes in with carries. I'd be shocked if he gets more than – really like fifteen carries here. And if he gets in the end zone, it's hard for him to fail because I expect him to get a few dump offs here because the Bills are one of the most pass heavy teams in the league. And I think Singletary might be in for like ninety percent of the snaps. And look, he might get nine points, but when you're projecting a guy for that much usage on the field, it's hard not to play him.
0: Yeah. No, I mean this we've we've done this, um I mean this this is this is what you this is where you find the value. You find somebody who is who is in a starter's role or an increased role for whatever reason, and the price hasn't adjusted for it. A number one running back should not be forty five hundred dollars on any slate. We get him here, you play him, and and you cross your fingers and and you accept not the zero here, like the the joke I, I make with tight ends and starting a uh, you know a, a base price tight end. You just you just accept a zero and hope for more. That's not a situation here, but you accept, you know, a, a, a lower number knowing that you're saving a lot of money and there's always, uh, because of the usage, room for, um, you know, a big game.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's just a matter of how much Singletary. It's not if you're playing, it's just how many teams are you playing a month. and. Yeah. Depends how the injuries shake out. Like, let's say Jones plays and Hilaire doesn't. I mean, that's a scenario where I have a lot of Singletary.
0: Yeah. Yep, I I, I agree with that completely. Any other running backs of note for you?
1: No, I think we hit it pretty good here. Uh, I don't really think you got to get off the board at this position. As usual, no just kind of play your your cheap guys and I think wide receivers where we can get a lot
0: different. Yeah, and by the way, I you know, we we mentioned TJ Yeldon and a touchdown. I mean, he'll he'll get 3 carries for 3 yards and a touchdown. That's that's the line I expect for him. I I don't think you need to play him at 4k. Oh
1: no, not at all. He might not even see the field. He wasn't even active last week.
0: He he may not, but that's just, you know, I'm Look, the hockey season started tonight, and the Rangers are already down three nothing. They were already down three nothing like twelve minutes into the game. I I just I live in fear. I live in fear. Okay, that's fair. Wide receiver, Devontae Adams. We have been saying for weeks now, just always play Devontae Adams. He's eighty six hundred dollars. Um, I think we have found the don't always play Devontae Adams. I'm not going to tell you it's a bad idea because the numbers are just insane. Oh, wait, let me let me back up. I will tell you it's a bad idea. I won't tell you you're wrong or I won't tell you, you know, flat out you can't do it or, you know, even if you're making multiple lineups, don't. I'm just saying he's $8,600. He is the most expensive uh, wide receiver on the slate by $600. Third place is $1,300 away um, and he's getting a terrible matchup against one of the best corners in the NFL. Uh, in, in the Los Angeles Rams, I he's he's a pass for me.
1: I'm only playing him with Aaron Rodgers. He is not in a spot where I want him on his own this week. If they're going to click, it's going to be big time, and you want Rodgers with him. Otherwise, no thank you.
0: Below that, what do we do here? Tyreek Hill, 8K, 29th uh, defense against the pass. That's the matchup he gets uh, this week in Cleveland.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at his last month, you don't want any part of Tyreek Hill. But Cleveland's defense is still a train wreck. And their corners, even if they're healthy, which they aren't, are not very good. So where I play Mahomes, I will definitely have some Tyreek. And I'm way more interested in playing Tyreek by himself than I am Devontae Adams. But, you know, do you have to jam him in this week? Probably not. I I don't see – I mean, he put up 60 you know, six weeks ago. And that's obviously a score you're going to need if he goes that nuclear. But yeah. he puts up 25. You're probably not kicking yourself if you don't have him.
0: Is Diggs too cheap at $7,300? He feels too cheap to make
1: Yeah. Just because Buffalo, without Moss, they're already one of the most pass heavy teams in the league with a grinder type running back. Now you've removed that. I think we see more pass volume from them, especially if Baltimore gets out to a lead here yep. and he has such a great floor. You can just bank on heavy amounts of volume. Look, Baltimore's corners are good. Marcus Peters is good. Marlon Humphrey is good. So there's really no avoiding a, a, like a bad matchup here. So you're banking on volume, but you got Josh Allen who will throw in the football over and over and over again. But, you know, we're picking between guys in this range. Just go 600 cheaper and give me a whole lot of Michael Thomas.
0: Yeah, $6,700. Uh, Tampa Bay is 25th against fantasy wide receivers. He came back last week, got seven targets, got a touchdown, 18 points. I I think all of that can, you know, maybe he doesn't get a second touchdown, but I think all of those numbers can take a step forward here this week. Uh, I, I like Michael Thomas as well.
1: Yeah, I think he ran really bad to not get a 30-point game last week. I texted you in, like, the first quarter after he caught that touchdown. I was like, yeah, like, lol, Michael Thomas, (laughs) $6,400. And he might have caught, like, two more balls after that. Yeah. But if Tampa Bay gets up in this game at all, oh, I mean, he might see 13 to 15 targets. You know, he caught five for 73 and a touchdown. I think that's, like, a floor game for him, honestly.
0: Yeah. I, I agree i think I think he takes a step forward this week uh i I like him sixty seven hundred dollars now we've arrived at, at the interesting question because you've got mike Evans you've got Chris Godwin you've got Antonio Brown um 64 61 and fifty four hundred dollars respectively in that order do me a favor please and rank those three in uh in and I'm putting you on the spot here so I apologize. In, in order of preference.
1: No, I think this is a really interesting, like, not just interesting, it's a key spot this week. Mike Evans has been completely shut down by Marshawn Lattimore. Yep. Who, who has not been great other than that, but he clearly has a really good read on how to defend Mike Evans. Mike Evans, in two games against the Saints this year, has combined for 17 DraftKings points. I said if you're playing NFL DFS this late in the season you know that he's the most expensive of the bucks guys I think the ownership will follow he looked good I wasn't really worried about the knee after seeing him move around against Washington last week he's a guy that can break the slate so I'm not going to fade him completely but Godwin is easily my preferred option here for volume alone
0: 12 targets last week 12
1: and Antonio only got three last week, which I think is an outlier because Brady will feed him if he has a good matchup. But Godwin, I think, just gives you the most floor-plus-healing combo. So for me, it's Godwin. And I, I think it's a, it's a flip depending on what you want out of a guy like Evans versus Brown. If you're looking for more short yardage but higher-volume targets, it's Brown. If you're looking for straight up ceiling on this game, it's Devons.
0: It is Godwin, clear as day to me. The number one is, as, as you said, for everything you just said there. And then I think I want Antonio Brown, um, because he 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 scores touchdowns. I think in terms of target and floor and ceiling, you're absolutely right. Uh, because I mean, draw a line through Week 17 when he caught 11 balls on 15 targets, where where again there was there was just some like Brady was feeding ab the ball that week and he was doing it on purpose right i, I think that's i mean that, that was the narrative that was being discussed during the game and i think it's it's clear that that's what was happening right um your draw line through that game and we got two receptions four five five two since week 12 for for ab so it's not like he's getting a ton of looks but he's scoring touchdowns because the points are there. Again, draw a line through week 17. 15 points in week 18. That was last week, obviously. 13, 20, 10, um the weeks before. I like Antonio Brown second and Evans. I, I think you're right. Not a not a total avoid, but um a heavy fade for me.
1: Yeah. Um gonna play him with Brady. I think that's the way to play it. Like, mm-hmm. if they have a really good connection, he goes for over 100 yards and two touchdowns, that means Brady is obviously having a good game. So, you know, maybe it's a Brady-Evans-Godwin stack. Maybe it's a Brady-Godwin-Brown stack, something like that. So, I, I don't know. Like, when you look, when you compare all of these Bucks guys to the guys in the same range, aside from Michael Thomas, Robert Woods, Jarvis Landry, Cooper Cup, Marquise Brown, do you prefer the Bucks guys, or do you like other guys instead?
0: Uh, I would say probably Godwin won. Uh, you know what? <laughs> go 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 a little cheaper. Go down, you know, uh, pull in all the 5K wide receivers. Godwin won, I think Hollywood Brown, too. And then it wow. turns into A.B. Landry. I, I really like Hollywood Brown here. He's $5,200, and, and this is a price play. He's just too cheap. He got nine targets, caught seven balls last week, got over 100 yards. Um, he got two rushing attempts last week. Um, he's been over 20 points each of his last uh, two games, 17 targets in his last two. I think w- we could see a little bit of a high-scoring game here. Um, you know, it, it's it's not the 55-point the total we're seeing in, in Cleveland and Kansas City. Um, but I, I think this could be a little bit of a sneaky shootout game. Um I like Hollywood Brown quite a bit. Jarvis Landry made my list, um, basically for you know f- um, eight targets last week, um, getting a pretty decent matchup in terms of game flow. Right, you, you expect again. I, I don't. I don't think Baker's gonna have to be throwing it fifty times, but I do think they're gonna have to be um, favoring the pass. Chubb still a good play, uh, so that pulls Landry in. But I think I like Godwin, and I think I like Hollywood Brown. Hot take
1: not hot i've been chasing hollywood brown all year i might have a chance to get even if he keeps on the pace that he's been <laughs> at for the last month or so my god i was lighting money on fire with him for like two months and now he's <laughs> finally putting it together uh i definitely like jarvis this week um who's your favorite cleveland brown to play this week is it chubb
0: it, it may be hooper
1: okay so yeah that that makes sense
0: Eleven. Uh, i like
1: jarvis he just Based on what he's always been in his career, it's like, all right, yeah, he's probably good for 15 or 20, but he's, like, rarely ever going to get you the 30 to 35. Now yeah. just save this clip, post it on Twitter in three days, <laughs> and I'll do it. Uh,
0: what do we do underneath that?
1: Yeah, so the Bills guys are really interesting. Who the hell is going to play John Brown after that goose egg last week?
0: You're looking at him, big guy.
1: Yeah, me too. Me too. Absolutely. I'm going right back to
0: him. I'm going right back to John Brown. I mean, the goose egg was heartbreaking cuz I had a lot of John Brown shares last week at $4700. Uh but he got four targets in that game. Um and and I, you know, with with a depleted running back core there in Buffalo, uh this this may be a pass game and when he's in there, he tends to hit. He way did not last week. But I like a bounce back game here for John Brown.
1: Yeah, uh, I definitely like super cool Cole Beasley quite a bit, just because like he's like Jarvis Landry light. He might get you fifteen or twenty, and you feel great about that if it's a low scoring slate. But very rarely is he going to pop off for that big number that you absolutely have to have. Mm-hmm. John Brown can get you there. He can get you a hundred yards on just a couple of catches in a long touchdown. Yep, and. I think a lot of people got burned by the chalk last week, and it's going to really lower his ownership, and we still like Buffalo as a passing spot. No Zach Moss. Man, you know, I I like those Josh Allen double stacks with Diggs and or one of these guys. Mm -hmm. So they're definitely in play. Uh, See a nice fat questionable tag against Sammy Watkins, who has not practiced since week 16. Can we finally get some Nicole Hardman in our lives?
0: Is it is it Micole Hardman or Denard Robinson for you?
1: I hate DeMarcus Robinson because (laughs) it just pains me every time I put him into a lineup. (laughs) And they they need to do something with McCole Hardman. He's way too talented.
0: So if if one of those if Watkins is out, one of those guys is is absolutely in play. But I I'd almost just rather you know, take, take, you know, uh, a Lazard or a, uh, or a Valdez Scantling and then just go, go get Kelsey.
1: That makes sense. And I don't think a lot of these guys this low are going to grab any ownership like at all. Yeah. You know, like you're talking about guys like MVS and Lazard. I don't think they're going to grab any ownership at all.
0: I just, I just think they're both interesting, you know, uh, pivots off of, okay, um, Devante Adams is locked down. Where else do we go? You know, and, and and it's not like Rogers doesn't. It's not like Rogers won't throw the ball to either of those guys. He certainly has in the past. So I I just think they're interesting, particularly in tournaments. Pro- probably not if you're playing cash games. I I don't I don't think you want to play either of those. Um, but in a tournament, um, I just think they're interesting little pivots for for such cheap money.
1: Yeah, uh, this is the way you get different here. There's just so many options at wide receiver compared to running back that I'm not going to get cued at running back, and I'm going to try to just get a little bit different at a a wide-ranging position like wide receiver. Like, we saw two of the most popular plays on the slate last week put up goose eggs, and that was John Brown and Corey Davis. So, you know, you play guys that just don't get you a zero and somebody popular goes way, way below what they need. Yeah, that's going to be a big one. Yep. so uh, I have interest in one more guy and it's like the super gross play of the week but <laughs> he's minimum priced in a game that Cleveland will need to be chasing and he's gonna be on the field foster the people's donovan people's Jones let's go
0: all right i i I love it when you find uh the the just the the I, I love it when you find the base price punt play I, I love it I love it. I'm I'm in. He'll he'll make one of my lineups.
1: Oh, he's gross, man. Hold your nose and just that's an accept the zero play. If you got three K left, you love your lineup, and he fits, sure.
0: All right, tight end. Uh, we mentioned we've mentioned a couple here. Uh, Kelsey at the top, seventy eight hundred dollars. It's it's so expensive, but just the targets are insane. Uh, he's had double digit targets in five of his last six games. Um, and, and geez, I mean, you, you can keep going with that. How's, uh, hang on. Let's, let's do the math live right here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven of his last eight games. He's gone double digit targets. Um, he's gone over 20 in all, but one of those games. Uh, what else can you say? You, you've got to love him. You've got to, got to, got to love him. And, but you know, cherry on the top Cleveland's 30th against tight ends.
1: I think this might be the most important decision on the slate because he has a chance to beat every other person at tight end by like legitimately 15 or 20 points. And if you think of it that way, he goes for 35 and nobody else touches 20. You have to play a tight end boy. uh, That could be a big one. So I'm going to have a lot of Kelsey this week just because I'm not, necessarily in love with any of the cheaper guys
0: well I mean you know? I, I, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt I'm just think think of it even you know I, I, take take your your line of thinking there a step further and compare his price to the wide receivers you know Adams in that matchup 8600 Tyreek Hill uh you, you mentioned the late season numbers not exactly um justifying an 8k price He's only $500 more expensive than Diggs. He gets a better matchup and has had better numbers overall uh, in, in those those last eight games. I mean, if if you consider him as a pass catcher and not a tight end, $7,800 is way too cheap.
1: Totally agree. Um, I'm going to have a lot of them. I, I just don't think there's any way around it this week. I, I don't know what you think. Like, if he gets you 15 you still might not be dead, honestly.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you and, and know, there and like, there are reasonable plays at wide receiver to to you know, and potentially running back to save some money.
1: Right. Yeah, you can get him no problem. Like I, I don't think this is a very tight slate by any means. Like there's plenty, like with Singletary, and there's plenty of cheap wide receivers. You can get him in no problem, especially if you save money at quarterback and don't play Mahomes, Lamar, or Allen, or Rodgers. Like, you go Baker or Breeze, you can get him in no problem. Mm -hmm. Um, I like Mark Andrews, but for 5K, he's really not crushing that price tag. He's going to have to get you two touchdowns to really need him, and that's certainly possible here, but he's fine. I'll have some, especially in the Lamar stacks. I think he's fine if you got 5K for a tight end, but, you know, Tunyon, he might just almost certainly catch a touchdown.
0: Yes, yep. Uh, I, I think you can bank on a on a Tunyon touchdown, so 4200 is is a very solid price to pay there. I, I think he's a good play. Um, I, I'm going to skip over Cook. I, I'd rather have the other pieces of the of the Saints offense, especially when we're looking at Austin Hooper. Uh, Kansas City's 31st against tight ends, and Hooper's target numbers, 11, 5, and 15 in his last three games. $3,800, I really like that.
1: Yeah. I think almost all of my teams are either going to have Kelsey or Hooper or both.
0: Yeah. I think I, both is a, is a, is a, is a play I really like.
1: Yeah. I don't love two tight end sets usually ever, but on a condensed plate like this, when we're not necessarily in love with running back where we're like, Oh, we got to have three of these guys. I, I think it's more viable this week. Look, it's, that's me being a little bit weird. I don't think it's like a cash game strategy or anything, mm-hmm. but Hooper on his own at 3,800. If he catches a touchdown, he's going to get there.
0: Yep. Um, Gronk's a skip for me. Uh, Dawson Knox, always, always, especially now that Cole Komet's not not available in this exact price range for the uh, tight end who gets some targets and may fall into the end zone. Um Always Dawson Knox, though, you know, that, that TJ Yeldon vulture is going to hit twice as hard if I'm playing Knox. Uh, in, in, obviously, you're not going to play Knox and Singletary together, but just spread out. Uh, but that's it for me at tight end.
1: Yeah, this is a position where I don't really want to get too cute here. Love Kelsey. Love Hooper. Get a little bit of Andrews in my Lamar and Josh Allen stacks. And uh, maybe a little bit of Tunyon. You know, this is mm-hmm. just... I think we stay pretty close to the chalk at running back and tight end. We can do different stacks at quarterback, and obviously wide receiver is the position where we can differentiate.
0: Yep. Uh, defense, last position to position group to run through. Normally we start at the bottom and never get to the top, but the Packers have to be mentioned here. $3,900 against an injured Jared Goff. Um, you've got to like that. Otherwise, I don't know. I, I find it a hard week. Uh, Tampa Bay at 3100 is interesting to me um, but I don't love the matchup I just I, 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 um, I'm interested to hear what you what you think here defensively beyond Green Bay which is which is you know obvious here
1: yeah the playoff slates usually throw a wrench into our defensive strategy because the pricing usually reflects where the defenses should be ranked. So the Packers, for me, are easily the best play, but you are spending a premium for that. Next for me is the Saints. They are a team that can absolutely generate a lot of pressure on Brady, and if they rack up sacks, if they get a lead and Brady's throwing from behind, we've seen Brady go off the rails for multiple interceptions, so I like the Saints a lot. Same thing with the Bucks. They can put pressure on Drew Brees. Uh, this could be Drew Brees' last game. So if that's happening, the Bucs are almost certainly a good play. The Bills, I think, are worth a mention just because Lamar can also throw interceptions. So, But, like, look, do you want to play the Ravens on the road against a red-hot Buffalo offense? Not really. Do you want to play the Rams against Rodgers?
0: Not really. Not really, except they've got nine double-digit point totals since week two, the Rams do. And they've got two in their last—I mean, they put up 16 last week. They put up 20 the week before— Arizona and Seattle the two defenses they were the two offenses they were playing absolutely not Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay um but I just I just mentioned that so uh, they're interesting to me at 26 as an absolute except a zero punt and even more of an absolute except a zero punt Cleveland 2300 maybe the Chiefs aren't ready to play. Um, you know, the narrative we've talked about here. Um, but, I mean, if if I'm choosing between those two, and there are lineups where I will, I, I'd rather have the Rams.
1: I will not play Cleveland. I don't have the stones for that one. Um, uh, uh, like, I guess the Rams, a, a little bit of interest there, but I'm going to try to get the Packers at the Saints.
0: Yeah, okay. That's that. Absolutely. absolutely fair. Absolutely fair. It's a it's a really tough week uh, at defense. I hate paying up, but there's just normally there's there's an option down at the bottom, but it it you just very much don't have it this week.
1: It's also the most volatile position ever. Like if you yeah. love your team and you got enough just with the Browns, and you're not loaded up on Chiefs. If you get a zero, you get a zero, and if the rest of your team smashes, that's fine. You know, if Green Bay goes for twenty that's that's where the variance comes in and look you can't predict that yeah it's really tough i I think the best way to predict defense is who's going to generate a lot of pressure and you want the opposing quarterback throwing at your defense a lot i think that's most likely with golf against greenback
0: yeah all right let us drop the music we will go back through and just tie a little bow on our favorite plays of the week mr paulson
1: Not Jared Goff at quarterback. That is the (laughs) first thing coming out of my mouth. Uh, Look, I like all these guys. It's going to be really tough to clip down. You know, this is a week where I almost want to build more teams to just build more stacks. Uh, I like Mahomes. I like Josh Allen a lot. And if I'm going to the cheap end, I I do like Baker Mayfield here, just trying to catch up from behind. But look, man, Drew Brees indoors against a Tampa Bay defense that hasn't been very good until the last few weeks. Taylor Heineke was ripping him up until he got hurt. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird week at quarterback where you're just not pinpointing anybody. Running back, love Kamara. I think he's a great spend, but realistically, it's the value plays. Cam Akers and Devin Singletary look just like two really strong plays for very cheap. Mm -hmm. Moving over to wide receiver, love Michael Thomas. Everybody's going to love Michael Thomas, but he is a tremendous play this week. Same thing with Diggs. And if you're going towards the cheap bend and looking for value, Marquise Brown finally clicking with Lamar Jackson. Gotta love that. Tight end, Kelsey Hooper, not trying to get too cute. And as we just talked about a defense, it is the Packers and the Saints.
0: Uh, quarterback for me, Lamar. Uh, give me some Rodgers, a little bit of Allen in there, and Baker underneath. Uh, running back, Chubb, Akers, Singletary. Everything you mentioned there, wide receiver, Diggs, Thomas, Um, Hollywood Brown, John Brown, play them both. Tight end, Kelsey, Hooper, a little bit of Tanyan. Always a little Dawson Knox. And defense, Green Bay, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. The Rams. The Rams defense. Why? Because I'm unpredictable. That's why. And you know what? Because I'm unpredictable, skipped it last week. Bills, minus two and a half bucks, plus three. What loses?
1: Oh, Oh boy, I like the Bills quite a bit. Uh, I think Lamar might run out of gas in this spot, especially if it gets a little snowy. I think the Bills have a big advantage there. Yep. Uh, man, we said it all year. Not going to be surprised if Tampa Bay runs to the Super Bowl or misses the playoffs. And that's one I really don't have a good read on here, man. Drew Brees looks awful. That that being said, I'm going to play him in fantasy, but yep. Oh, I don't know about that one, my friends.
0: I'm unpredictable. That's
1: why I don't gamble. On. I, I don't sports bet because hey, I don't lose money.
0: Hey, it's only gambling if you lose.